You've got work friends, you've got best friends, and now you've got ghoul friends. Hello and welcome to episode 107 of the Ghoul Friends Podcast. I'm Caitlin. And I'm Celeste. And welcome back. Thank you. I missed you. I missed you too. Just a long two weeks. Just didn't feel right with that intro without you in it. (laughs) Well, I'm back. Yeah. (laughs) Grace all of your ear holes with my annoying voice again. (laughs) Once again. I'm back, bitches. Yes. You are. I shouldn't have put ice in my cup. It's very clinky. Hear the clinking. Sorry, y'all. Gives a good little (laughs) ambiance. And for those that think she may be, you know, drinking a scotch or a bourbon, it's um, crystal light. (laughs) At 9.17 a.m., it is definitely crystal. Yeah, the the heavy drinks have not come out quite yet. (laughs) Although it is football Sunday. It is football Sunday. Tom Brady is coming back to Gillette to play against the Patriots. There's going to be a lot of drinking involved Mm -hmm. tonight because the Patriots are going to get fucking clobbered. Yeah, it's going to (laughs) hurt. This is just going to hurt. Yes, it is indeed football Sunday, so we're excited for that. Yes. And it's some ghoul's almost birthday. I don't know who that could be. Tomorrow, October 4th, for anyone that doesn't know, Celeste's birthday. Yes. So we've had a nice birthday weekend. Birthday weekend. We've got balloons and Mm -hmm. presents and dinners and cake. Yes. Um, No, Caitlin's been very sweet. She has gotten me a gift for each day this weekend. So I've been opening those and enjoying them. Yes. She um, got me a candle from Bath and Body Works that um, is called Ghoul Friend. That was just my best find. It really was, and it smells so good. It does. It does. Yeah. Tomorrow's your big gift. Yes, and I, I think you're more, I can't tell who's more excited like, about it. Just open it now. <laughs> I think because you know what it is, yeah. and I think you want me to open it right now, but I want to have it for my actual birthday day. I just have no patience. If you know me, you know yeah. I, there's no awaiting. No. I'd rather I'm, open nothing on my birthday than, like, I'll just open, like, yeah, everything right now as see, soon as I can. That's funny. Yeah, you're very much the instant gratification. Yes. <laughs> that, see, I'd rather wait till, like, on my birthday have something to open. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm hanging in there. But you've had me try to guess, and I can't figure it out. I don't think you'll ever guess it. No, I even held it, and, like, I, I don't know. Yeah. Right. I don't know. Soon enough, my dear. Soon yeah, enough. You we'll, have to, we'll have to keep them posted. Yes. Yes. Yeah, so I've had a good birthday weekend. We got a cake. We'll both have tomorrow off, Monday. Yeah. So working on my birthday. That's always a good thing. Yep. And yeah, we're going out to birthday dinner tonight and coming back and having some cake and then crying and watching the Patriots. <laughs> <laughs> Probably in that order. Probably yes. in that order. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. And what other fun thing did we do last night? Oh, that's right. We yeah. did. So part of Celeste birthday shenanigans that's a good word shenanigans yes um you had wanted to do a ghost tour because duh and we've talked about doing it's called magnolia cemetery um, which we've walked through before we posted pictures Pictures. of it um it's where you got your ghost picture it is where i got my ghost picture yes um and so we did a tour Mm -hmm. of that last night that was good um it was good Bulldog tours, we've talked about them. Yeah. A lot of you come to Charleston, would recommend yeah. using them. Yeah, absolutely. They do tours all around Charleston. Yeah. Um, we've gone on some really fantastic tours. Um, be honest, the, the tour guide was not our favorite. Correct. Um, I'm not going to besmirch the good name of Bulldog because we do love them. Yeah. But, you know, I just think with tour guides, it's kind of a hit or a miss. It um, is. I just think sometimes tour guides can be a little dramatic when they're telling <laughs> That's stories. A good way to put it. 
And I think, I mean, Charleston's history is scary enough. Like, you don't need to add any more to it. Yeah. Um, but the history was fascinating. Yeah, I learned a lot. I think you had asked me what my favorite part of it was. And mm-hmm. I think one of them was just the, like, talking about um, the uh, sim- symbolism, I guess, yeah. of grave sites and headstones yeah. and kind of, I didn't know, I'm not going to remember the word of what it was, but like the pointy part, like it's like a long pillar with the point, it looks like the, um, the obelisk, the obelisk. Oh, yes. good word. Yes. To me, it reminded me of the, um, <laughs> Washington monument. Your mother trying to figure out what the, <laughs> the Pentagon. <laughs> my mother will never listen to this life and say it. She doesn't know what this is. My mom literally thought that the Washington monument was the Pentagon and yeah. we were all just like, <laughs> you couldn't be more wrong because <laughs> we were she'd flown in and this is when we lived in dc so yeah. we went to go pick her up at the airport and we're driving back and like <laughs> literally the pentagon is like on your right like right right there and so i'm like you know we're like look look at the pentagon she's like i don't see it where is it and we're like it's the five-sided building right there that'd be it and yeah she thought the washington monument was, <laughs> was the pentagon <laughs> it's not it's not um Obelisk, yes. Um, Obelisks were, which if you've been in a cemetery, you've mm-hmm. seen them. And I didn't realize that they most often are represented um, of masons. Yes. So yeah, that was a fun fact. A lot of hidden, like kind of symbology. Yeah, I haven't quite gone through all my pictures yet. I did take a bunch. It did get dark pretty quick, so I've yeah. got some like dark, you know, with my flash on photos to mm-hmm. look at. But um, I, we really didn't. Feel anything, see no, anything. I had a um, little neck pain in one area of the... One thing we did notice, too, was um, there was... It was at the Hunley mm-hmm. submarine yep. uh, memorial yes. where all of the crew members... There was a submarine that sank multiple... Or not sank, but it... It did sink multiple times. I guess I wouldn't expect that to be the word. A submarine sinking, but I guess it, it did. Yeah, it... it, it uh, I don't know. How, I don't know what you would call that. Right? <laughs> like, did it, it sink? sink? Because it's supposed to sink. Right. It just didn't come back up a couple times. Well, and <laughs> obviously, I think there were twenty-two, twenty-one or twenty-two. Yeah, there are three crews, crew members that had yes. passed away, and they did, you know, lift the Hunley. Right. Um, and they all had um, flags next to their headstones. Mm-hmm. And there was really no wind last night, and it was weird because all of them had flags. Two of them were moving as if, like, there yeah. was a They were doing some fluttering. And, you know, the tour guide pointed it out, and I I had noticed it, too. And when we got home, we talked about it, and yeah. he said, like, oh, I noticed that, too. It was kind of weird. Yeah, they were doing a little fluttering Because only there. two of them, and none mm-hmm. of the other ones were. It's true. Yeah, that was definitely kind of interesting. Um, you know, overall, I found it to be a very peaceful place. It's, uh... Well, we love that cemetery anyway. We've walked it... Yeah, it's beautiful. ...multiple times during the day mm-hmm. just to walk. Yeah, and it's huge. So if you do the tour, be prepared to do some walking. It's 152 my, acres, to yeah. be exact. And my feet hurt. <laughs> it was today. a long... It was a long... It was two hours. Yeah, you definitely want to be able to, like, be able to walk for a while, because yeah. you're going to be. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, highly recommend. It's free to go into during the day. Obviously, at night you do have to be on a tour to go through the gates. Yeah. But um, in the day, you can drive through. You have to drive through it because it's so big. Yeah. And you are allowed to park and get out and walk, walk around. around. Yeah. And um, there's just some really fascinating stories. So yeah. I enjoyed that. That was the history was pretty cool. Yeah, definitely. It makes. I said it last night, but I'm grateful to live in a place that like 
we have such interesting history history and like cemeteries and things yeah. we can go do just sure. on a whim. For sure. Yeah. Well, right. a fun fact, you are covering Magnolia <laughs> Cemetery in today's episode. You know, I thought it only fitting that we talk about it. Um, so I did pull some research before the tour, which was handy because a lot of what they were saying lined up. Yeah. There are a few differences as usual, but sure. um, overall, like it all made sense. So I appreciated doing that first. Good. Um, all right. Well, you ready to... Yeah, I'm also just realizing I made a big mess this morning with my pancakes because there's... Is that syrup? Yeah. Um, I don't know how that happened, but I just stuck my hand in it. That's... Sorry that's, about that. That's good. <laughs> um, if you ever wonder what living with Caitlin is like, it's like sticky. living with a toddler. <laughs> it's sticky. But you did make an excellent breakfast. You made... Thank you. Uh, so last night, Caitlin made apple fritters, which uh-huh. um, are delicious. Yes. And then this morning, you just kind of diluted the batter a little bit and mm-hmm. made uh, pancakes with them. Yep. And they were yummy. Delicious. They were delicious. I was not complaining. And bacon. And bacon. Well, bacon <laughs> never disappoints. <No. laughs> All right. Back to Magnolia. Back to Magnolia. <laughs> okay. So to give you guys a little history um, about Magnolia Cemetery, first, I will say that it is in downtown Charleston, but it's not where you think it would be. Like, mm-hmm. it's not in the downtown downtown area. It's kind of on the other side of the peninsula, um, which is good traffic-wise because there were not a lot of people out there. <laughs> um, so There this, were a good bit of people in our tour. tour no, the tour surprised. was pretty full. Yeah, I was surprised at the amount of people that were there. Yeah, how many... Would well, the tours would... are 20 people or less, and I would say we were we were probably close to 20. Yeah, I would if agree not right that. at 20. Yeah. Yep. Um, so let's see. Magnolia Cemetery, it was um, first established to help combat the overcrowding that was taking place in downtown Charleston cemeteries. Um, as we've talked about before, uh, they were not real good about relocating graves in Charleston, so mm-hmm. that led to a lot of crowding. Um, and there are also many, many epidemics that went through Charleston. Um, one of the big ones was yellow fever in the 19th century. So um, obviously with mass amounts of people dying, they needed somewhere to put them. Uh, so the cemetery itself was built in 1849 by architect Edward C. Jones. Um, and during the mid to late 19th century, and they talked about this on the tour, it was very common to come visit your loved ones that were buried um, in the cemetery. And it was kind of like an afternoon adventure. Like yep. she basically said, you might go after church. You'd probably take a picnic with you and you'd literally sit by your dead relatives, grave sites and upkeep them. You know, you plant your own flowers, yep. clean the graves maybe. And the kids would kind of run around and play. And she also noted that, uh, there are two lagoons on the property that are, um, infested with alligators and people kind of just let their kids like frolic all around. <laughs> so like great parenting, everybody. Yep. Um, but yeah, it was a really big thing at that time to come visit your dead relatives. I feel like too, um, like I know my grandparents, I know your grandparents and now your parents, Mm -hmm. um, take pride in going, like they go to the centers a lot them, upkeeping them and making sure that they're, you know, staying Mm -hmm. and looking nice and putting flowers. And yeah, I just, you know, I don't, I feel like that's not necessarily as common in like younger generations. It's kind of passed on to like. It's kind of an older generation I, thing. Yeah. I agree. Because, I mean, my mom and my aunt the other day went to um, Sumter, where my, like, kind of family mm-hmm. cemetery is. Yeah. And did all the grave maintenance. Because I know that we want to be, like, cremated. I yeah. Don't ever see, like... I ain't going to go anywhere. I don't, yeah. I don't I don't think we'll have, like, a plot anywhere, right? Yeah. 
My mother was genuinely bothered that we did not want to be buried in Sumter. And I'm like, well, A, I've, like, been to Sumter a handful of times. And um, no offense, but it's not my favorite place on earth. She's like, well, I've got a plot for you if you want one. I'm like, well, it's going to be empty because I ain't going in it. And I'm going to be dust, so I ain't going to take up much room. I'm like, we have decided. Caitlin and I have already talked about it. We um, will be commingled one day. In yeah. case you're wondering our funerary arrangements. Um, and half of us will go to Maine. Yep. It'll be sprinkled like the, um, it's called the Big Rock. Yeah. And Caitlin's family's house for all of her other family members. Fucking asteroid that landed in the middle of nowhere. It's huge. I mean, I, I can't even describe how big this rock is. It's probably two stories high. Yeah. And a hundred feet long. Yeah. I mean, it's just mammoth and it's um, in the middle of the woods next to no other rocks. Yeah. Just it's randomly. Always just been a weird place. And for whatever reason, um, starting with, I think, my grandpa Armis, who's mm-hmm. my great grandfather. I, I would say everybody in my family. Is, yeah, has been know, that has passed, sprinkled, will, mm-hmm, been cremated, and scattered, scattered it. on the big rock. Yep. So half of us will go there. Yep. And then the other half, we would like to go to Deweese Island, mm-hmm. which is an island off of Charleston that we love and have been to many times and is special to us, and uh, be put on the beach. Yep. So I think that's a lovely way to. Well, just be snowbirds. We're going to have... See, we get our wish. Winters in the south, and we'll have summers in the north. And I'm sorry, I ain't going to Sumter, Mom. <laughs> like, I'm like, I'm not doing Sorry. That. Sorry about it. So, yes. Um, definitely funerary practices have evolved over time. <laughs> yeah, so, we got kind of... We blue skidded there for Yeah, a sorry. In case y'all were ever curious about that. <laughs> They're like, we're not. They're like, we didn't give a shit. Um, So it's uh, Magnolia is also listed on the National Register of Historic Places. Um, It is 153 acres big. And there are 35,000 people buried at Magnolia Cemetery. Um, And because of this, it is actually considered a necropolis, meaning that it is literally a city of the dead, Mm -hmm. which I found kind of ominous and spooky and cool. Um, so yeah, let's talk a little bit about a few of the notable grave sites in Magnolia because there are so many graves. Yeah. Once you see it, you will realize what we're talking about here. Um, and it's an interesting look into funerary symbology, which is what you were talking about earlier. Um, so there are kind of a mix between obviously grave sites where people are buried. (laughs) What? You've got a hunk of bacon stuck to your heart. A little snack for later. A little snack. We both were just wow. ravenous at breakfast, I guess. We make it sound like we live in a like sty. Like I, I swear we're like clean people. We're clean people. We did not wipe the table down. We did not. <laughs> we did not indeed. That's our that's our bad. I don't think pancakes are that messy, but apparently apparently so. Bacon and pancakes just <laughs> children. Sorry. Just saw it on your arm. It was funny. <laughs> it was funny. Continue. Um like I said, there's a mixture of people who are buried and people who are interred in mausoleums. Are you, do you need to get it out before we continue? <laughs> Sorry. If you've never been to our house, it's a very clean house. <laughs> we just have little snacks stashed away. There was a meme I saw the other day. It's like, when I get older, I'm just going to put baggies of food on the floor so when I fall, I can have a snack. <laughs> I just have something to eat while I'm down there. Fair enough. Um, I could see that. Yep. Sorry. All right. Okay. My sillies are out. The giggles have gone. All right. So you will see a mix between actual grave sites and um, standing crypts or mausoleums. Now, something important to note is that special care does need to be taken to people who are buried at Magnolia because Charleston is below sea level and we do flood quite frequently. Mm -hmm. And the cemetery is located on the banks of the Cooper River. 
So she was saying that a lot of them have what are called grave blankets, which are heavy stone slabs that are literally meant to keep people from um, popping up, which during the great, remember the flood we had a couple years ago, they really had a problem with that. Yesterday was five years to the day. Yeah, you're right. That's funny. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So yeah, that was not good. No, it was not good at all. Um, so as far as notable kind of graves go, there are a few, uh, the first is a mausoleum and I don't think we saw this on the tour, but it is for the Vanderhorst family. Um, a lot of Charleston's elite were buried at Magnolia. This is one of those families. Um, and at that time, Egyptian style mausoleums were kind of in style. Mm -hmm. Um, so And when I say Egyptian style, I mean that the walls are angled at 70 degrees because Egyptian architecture does not use arches for structural integrity. So the angle of the wall is very important. Um, Now, it looks very Egyptian, but there is a big old Christian cross on the door. So, you know, I think they were concerned that people might think they're pagan (laughs) and there's nothing wrong with being pagan. But they just didn't want people to think that. So they had to slap a big old cross right on the front door. Um, and she was saying the most common cross you will see is the Celtic cross yep. that appears many, many times. Mm-hmm. Um, another plot that we saw that uh, on the uh, tour, which was very interesting, is called the Raymond White plot. Um, it is a family's plot, which is normal kind of for the time. Families usually were buried together. However, this family had a really sad history. Um, Blake and Rosalie White had eight children, and five of those children did not survive um, childhood up to the age of 16. And they died within a very short time span of one another, which is awful. Um, the most kind of notable grave in this plot is uh, their daughter Rosalie's grave, who died as an infant in 1882. Um, and for her gravesite, they actually had a stone cradle created. Um, and in that cradle is what looks like a rendering of the child. But what they actually told us is that this is actually her death mask. So this is a, an actual representation of what she actually looked like. Um, this is rare because de- because death masks were really not a thing in the U.S. at the time. Mm-hmm. I think she was saying that is like one of five in, in the U.S. Country. cemeteries. Yeah. So that was kind of interesting. Um, the plot was actually, I thought it was quite sweet. It had mm-hmm. graves for all of the children who passed. Um, and you know, one was even, and just a trigger warning here, uh, one of the children was believed to be born, stillborn. Mm-hmm. Um, and it had a very sweet inscription to her and it, mm-hmm. well, I just thought like they were very beautifully done. Like they were very loving. Yeah. And like very personal, like personalized mm-hmm. to that child. Like, right. It was, I, and then I'll let you continue, but like the mom's was like pretty plain and just like, it was, it was very simple, yeah. and I think it just showed how much love that they had for their children, mm-hmm. even as they lost them, and um, it just it still resonated with how yeah. sweet it was. So that one stuck out to me a lot. Um, now, the, another one that you will probably see if you Google Magnolia is uh, an actual pyramid, like a literal pyramid, <clears throat> and it's a mausoleum. Um, it was made for a man named William B. Smith. He was a very wealthy banker in oh, Charleston. Will Smith. Yeah, Will Smith. <laughs> William B. Smith will, will be. Um, after his death in 1892, he left instructions to build a mausoleum as in Egyptian pyramid. Um, and it kind of says a lot about what Smith thought of himself because, as we know, only pharaohs were in turn interred in pyramids in mm-hmm. Egypt. So he clearly thought very highly of himself. Yep. Um, nevertheless, it's a beautiful structure. Yeah. It was very expensive to build from the sounds of it. 
Um, and I didn't know this, but she talked about it. The fact that all crypts or mausoleums have to have some sort of venting system it was disturbing because apparently, obviously when you were storing bodies, um, and we can assume that they were probably unembalmed at the time, yep. um, all that gas does build up and it does have to go somewhere. Um, so there are stories of like doors being blown off of crypts randomly, <laughs> lids coming off of coffins because at some point, those gases do find their way out one right. way or the other. So because of that, a lot of these um, really elaborate mausoleums have these venting systems kind of cleverly built into it. I had never noticed them mm-hmm. or knew what they were if I did see it. No, I didn't either. Um, but now we know. And that was... There was a lot... It was filled with fun facts. Like I said, we didn't really care for... I personally, I was... I'm not going to be mean, but... Right. I didn't like her, but... Um, it was full of, like, interesting facts. Like, that's weird. Right. And I didn't know they just, like, wrapped your body in parchment paper and shroud. Yeah. In. Yeah, I mean, with the crypts, there really was no need to use a coffin. Right. Because you were protected from, you know, animals and other things. I so just, it's a very odd. odd. Burial practices have always kind of fascinated me. It's I don't know. Very like interesting. It. Yeah. I'm like, just cremate me. Just, yeah. Oof. Um,. Yes. So we saw that. Um, highly recommend um, some other kind of interesting people that are uh, buried at Magnolia. For example, um, a lot of names that you'll see when you're kind of downtown in Charleston, most of those families are buried at Magnolia. Mm-hmm. Like I said, it was kind of a who's who of Charleston's elite. Um, one of those people was James Shulbred Gibbs. He was a wealthy merchant who had a, a real passion for art and seeing art kind of continued in Charleston. Um, he ended up donating $100,000 to the city of Charleston into what would later become the Gibbs Museum of Art. And this museum is still standing today, and it's located very close to CFC campus. Um, I've been in there. It's gorgeous. Um, and I highly recommend if you're in town, you do it too. Um, this one was kind of interesting too, because I was looking at symbology. And I want to find this grave next time we're out there, but it's for a reverend, and his name was I-E-H Seymour. Oh, okay. Spelled the same way? No, spelled the usual way. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I don't think he was necessarily a who's who, but his grave is very symbolic. So um, the grave features a praying woman, and above her there's a crest of an hourglass, which, as she talked about, kind of um, it symbolizes the, the um, like finite time of like your life. Like Mm -hmm. you have a birth date and you have a death date and there's nothing you can really do to change that. Right now around the hourglass is what's called an Ouroboros. Have you ever heard this before? Mm -mm. So if you saw it, you'd probably recognize it. It's essentially a snake in a circle and it's eating its own tail. Okay. And it's meant to represent the cyclical nature of life. Like it goes around and around and Mm -hmm. around again. Um, A wreath is around the Ouroboros and that means victory and death. And around all of this, there are angel wings, which kind of are meant to symbolize like the resurrection, especially in Christian um, theology, as she talked about as well. So I thought that was very pretty, and I'd Mm -hmm. like to find that one next time we're out there. Um, The last thing I'll kind of talk about before we talk about the ghosties, that we did see this, and I thought this was very interesting. You can see the original receiving tomb Mm -hmm. that was was still standing, and I was not sure I wanted to go in that. Mm -hmm. Um, So basically, this is where when people were brought to Magnolia, they'd be kept until they were ready to be buried. Um, Saw a lot of bodies, and apparently the longest body was there for 18 years. insane. Craziness. Now, um, I will touch on two of the hauntings that they talked about. 
Um, there was a story about a girl who is said to have drowned at uh, the cemetery while she was there with her father and brother one day. And it said that she's commonly sighted around the major lagoon with the man who is assumed to be her father. But kind of the the big catch about it is that she's seen soaking wet yeah. because she did drown. Um, another uh, ghost girl who is believed to be Annie Aiken, who is also buried on the property, has been often um, seen as a child playing in a white dress, and she's known to come up to strangers, um, giggle at them, and then completely vanish. And that's where my neck started hurting. That was around that area, but I didn't see any ghost girls. No little ghost girls. So, yeah, that is kind of a a deep dive of Magnolia. That's good. Yeah. It was fun. Um, Beautiful cemetery. If you do have the chance to go to Charleston ever definitely go yeah think of like southern gothic like spanish <clears throat> moss mm-hmm. oak trees like it's very peaceful it is it's very calm out there yeah. yeah well good um you know where it's not calm this next cemetery okay okay um so i i think we went with the cemetery theme i think so um and yeah. i stayed in south carolina that's cool did okay. Charleston, but i'd never heard of these places so i'm really interested excellent i'm gonna i'm gonna teach you something mm-hmm um, so we're going to go to Graniteville. I don't know where that is. I have no idea. <laughs> um, if it was in um, Darlington County. Oh, okay. So, well, okay. I've got a general idea then. Um, so obviously this is in Graniteville, South Carolina, and mm-hmm. it's just called Graniteville Cemetery. Okay. Um, kind of a silly name for a town, I thought. Like, what's the yeah. like, significance of that? Um, but I guess there was a lot of blue granite there that mm. was quarried there. Okay. Um, so, whoever named the town was very original and called Fair it enough. Brandon'sville. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, it's just a small mill town now. There's not really much going on. It's yeah. kind of a quiet little town. Yep. Um, the big operation is the mill. Yeah, um, sure. That was um, built and started operation in 1833. Mm, she okay. Old. Yeah. Um, much like the cemetery, um, which was founded in 1850. Okay. Um, the earliest people that were buried there have markers that are made out of wood and Ooh. they're still there. Some of them. That's crazy. Not all of them. Yeah, I was about to so say. I'm like, with the weather here and the heat, yeah. like, I'm surprised that wood has lasted that long. Has stood that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I am too. Um, like I said, not many of them, but if you go, there definitely are some. I gotcha. Um, so at the, I was just looking at pictures of the cemetery and it just looks like a a typical cemetery. Like a running mill. Nothing, cr- there's no pyramids or, yeah. you know, anything that's stuck out. Like, wow, yeah. that's really cool. Yeah. Um, the kind of one more notable um, tombs there is one that is, uh, has started like crumbling. Mm. Um, the, there's no body inside of it anymore. Okay. There was. Um, the story behind that is, in the early 1900s, there was a woman, um, and she just became very ill, as many people did. Mm-hmm. Uh, the doctors didn't, they weren't able to diagnose her. They didn't know what was wrong, um, mm-hmm. but they couldn't cure yeah. her, obviously. Yeah, sure. Um, and she had passed away in her bed at okay. her home. Um, and they kind of said they didn't know how she died, so they didn't know if what she had or what she died could be of. Passed. Could It was tran- transmittable? Yeah. Tra- mm-hmm. um, so they just took her and her bed and put it in the cemetery oh and built the tomb around. Oh, her that's interesting. In the bed. Yeah. Yes. Huh. Um, odd to me. A little sad. Like, yeah. 
Well, it's funny too, because she mentioned that on the tour when we were at the receiving tomb, the mm-hmm. fact that, you know, a lot of people, if you didn't bring them to the receiving tomb, like they're going to be up in your house. Yeah. And for people who died of, you know, yellow fever or any of these very contagious diseases at the time, they didn't understand how it was spread, but they understood enough that if you were near someone, you could catch you it. Could so it. Mm-hmm. yeah, I can understand that fear then. Yes. Um, so that was kind of one of the more yeah. tombs there. Sure. Um, this is kind of a feel good story. Okay. Um, there is a woman, um, nobody has claimed to know who the woman is. Mm-hmm. Um, she is of another world, Deceased. not a live human yeah. woman. Um, but she's been seen a lot. Um, she goes around and lays flowers on Aww. the graves of children. Oh, that's very there. sweet. Yeah. So I thought that was like, yeah. Kind of like a- we yeah, throwing on that's a, a nice a little feel good story. Fair enough, I um, like that. Yes, um, and this one is kind of a sad story. Mm-hmm. Um, there is an, a grave of an unknown boy. Okay, um, and on the gravestone, it's just engraved with the little boy, um, and then the date of October in 1855. There's not an actual okay date. It's mm-hmm. just the month and year. I see. Um, the story behind that is, um, it's kind of changed through the years, but sure. they believe there was a little boy on a train that was a stowaway boy. Mm. Um, and he just got really sick on yeah. the train. They kind of dropped him off at Granitesville. Um, and the people put him up in the Granitesville hotel. Okay. Um, and tried to like help him, help him make him better, but they couldn't, yeah. um, they couldn't get a name from him. He was kind of in and out of consciousness. Mm-hmm. Um, and he did end up passing away. Yeah. Um, and they buried him in the cemetery. Mm-hmm. Um, the townspeople put toys and gifts at his grave site. Mm-hmm. Um, and remind, remember this is 1855. So yeah. this is a long time ago. Um, and still today people of the town will go and like, put toys and, mm-hmm. and things at his grave. Um, right. Cause nobody knew who he was. Who he was. Yeah. yeah. And I find that interesting too, that even with people who are unknown or unidentifiable, that there's still very much this need to bury someone properly. Mm-hmm. And I think she talked about it too. Like people will often bring gifts and kind of, treats to children's grave sites yeah. as kind of an offering to them. And someone brought frosted flakes. <laughs> yeah, she said someone left frosted flakes on one of the graves. <laughs> Not quite sure where you got that one from, but okay. Yes. Um yeah, so that was kind of a short one. Um Granitesville mm-hmm. Cemetery. Okay. And a little feel good. Yeah. Nothing like a little small town spookiness to really get you going. Yeah. Do you want me to do my last one then? Yeah. Right. Um so I wanted to end mine on the kind of just a shorter one and since we were in Charleston already, I thought, what the heck, let's just stay here. Let's just stay in Charleston, sure. Yep, so I'm talking about one of my favorite favorite cemeteries and churches in downtown, and that is St. Philip's. Um, now, if you Google St. Philip's, you will know it by its iconic brown kind of stone structure. It is huge, it's old, and it's haunted as hell. So, um, I'm going to be talking about the cemetery that is associated with St. Philip's. It's called St. Philip's West. It's located on Church Street in the French Quarter neighborhood of downtown. Um, So the cemetery is the final resting place of, again, many numerous famous kind of Charleston figures, including for um, just a few, Edward Rutledge, who was a signer of the Declaration of Independence, uh, Colonel William Rhett, who is credited with taking down uh, the pirates Blackbeard and Steed Bonnet, who we've talked about before on this Mm -hmm. show, and Charles Pinckney, who is a signer of the Constitution. Um, So just a few names there, but probably the most famous 
uh, spirit at St. Philip's is a woman, and her name is Sue Howard Hardy. And I guarantee if you do a ghost tour downtown, you are going to hear this story. Yes. This is kind of one of the big ones. And yes. I, after I tell it, you'll see why. So to talk about this, we first have to talk about the day, June 10th, 1987. Um, so photographer Harry Reynolds was in town visiting Charleston and taking pictures. He was a photographer. And at the end of the day, he was trying to get a few last shots of the cemetery. Um, here in Charleston, usually cemeteries close at dusk. So the gates had already been shut, but he wanted to get a few pictures. So he stuck his camera through the iron gates and kind of snapped some. Again, this is 1987. There is no digital photography at the time. And kind of goes on his way, probably had a nice dinner downtown and got his films developed. Um, Well, (laughs) he was kind of in for a surprise with these because when he looked at the films of what he took through the gates, over one of the graves is a very clear and transparent image of a woman she can tell she's very much a woman and she is crouching and she has kind of like a robe on. Mm-hmm. Um, and his first thought was that the films had been tampered with. So he sent everything, the negative, the films back to Kodak and had them do testing to figure out what had gone wrong. Well, Kodak came back and said, there's nothing wrong, that these were simply developed and that their analysis concluded that that was the actual photo. So that led Harry mm-hmm. to the question, who is the woman? Yep. Um, so he did go back and found the grave he had photographed. And he realized that the grave in the picture belonged to a woman named Sue Howard Hardy, who was buried in there with her husband, Gaston Hardy. Now, the Hardys were parishioners of the church. And parishioners, I think, generally work in the church. They're kind of well-known members. Um, and on June 10th of 1888, Sue gave birth to, unfortunately, a stillborn child. Um, Sue herself passed away six days later, which was assumed to be complications from that pregnancy. Um, And I said the date because it's really significant. Because if you remember, I originally said June 10th. So that means that Harry Reynolds had snapped the picture 99 years to the day of the death of Sue Howard Hardy's child. Not on accident, I don't think. Mm -mm. Um, The church itself kind of takes an interesting stance with this because they completely deny the story. They say it does not exist. And even though there is a very real photograph that you will see, usually tour guides will show this photo on the tour. Um, And they claim, and there is a sign outside the cemetery that says the only spirit that can be found at St. Philip's is the Holy Spirit. Yep. So they ain't having it. They ain't having it. Now, like I said, this is a common stop on tours, and the guides usually will show like a laminated version of this photo. Pregnant women have reported feeling sick when they're near the photo in the grave site. Um... And some women have even reported being um, having trouble breathing or feeling like they're being choked. Ooh. So, yeah. So, if you were pregnant, I would maybe be cautious about going on that tour. But, <laughs> Taking that tour. Um, yeah, that's probably one of my favorite, like, favorite ghost stories yeah. in downtown. That's pretty cool. For sure. Yep. And I will say, too, that on that date, um, photographers now come all the time and yeah. try to recreate the picture. And it has never been recreated yeah. since. It's a pretty cool picture. You Google it. Google it. Yeah, yeah, you will find it easily. Yep. Yeah, so I had to end on that one because I like that one. I like that. Mm -hmm. Well, good. Um, Well, I'm going to end on a not good note here. Okay, Um, great. (laughs) Kind of got my doozer now. Of course. Um, So this is called Montrose Cemetery, and it's also called Lothers Hill Cemetery. Okay. Um, This is in Mechanicsville, South Carolina. Again. Graniteville, Mechanicsville. We like a ville. (laughs) 
Um, so this, when I had never heard of it before, and obviously you had said you had never Mm-mm. heard of it before. I have not. Um, this has kind of been coined one of the most haunted places in all of South Carolina. Ooh, okay. Which I find mm-hmm. hard to believe in Charleston. In Charleston. <laughs> like, um, okay. But after kind of doing some research, I was like, oh, dang. Maybe they're right. It, it's, it's pretty dark. Okay. Um, so, of course, there's a lot of dead people there, so mm-hmm. you can assume it's haunted. most likely going to be haunted. Um, the kind of a, um, there's a trigger warning here for child death. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, this has not been confirmed, but like local legends, I guess, very much believe that this did happen okay. um, in the 60s. Um, there was said to be a man or woman that would kidnap children and bring them to the cemetery and mm. murder them yeah. in the cemetery. That's awful. Yes. Okay. Um, so kind of what happens, people get really nauseous, kind of even driving by the cemetery. Mm. Yeah. People have just waves of nausea and just an overall not good feeling going mm-hmm. by it. Um, after this, I, I don't think I would want to walk through the cemetery. No, I don't think I would either. Um, but if you are brave enough to do it, um, people have said... And now, if you've ever been to South Carolina in the summer, you will know it's hotter than hell. No daytime, nighttime. There's not ever a time that it's cool it's or awful. chilly. It will, the highs or lows in the you know night are still in the 80s. It's hot, right? It's awful. Well, apparently, walking through the gates, it's always cold. Oh, like it's interesting. Just, as soon as, if you're in the cemetery, it's... The AC is already turned up. It's turned up. Okay. In the cemetery. Mm, and so people saying, like, in the south, summertime, which should not be cold. That is very weird. And the cemetery <laughs> is cold. Right. Yes. Um, so that's kind of weird, right? Um, there's also an uh, entity. Ooh. So we don't know if this is like human. human or non-human. I don't like that. Um... And he looks like he's wrapped in a black cloak. Ooh. Um, and he kind of will like rush up to you and then disappear. Oh, and he's also been seen outside of the cemetery walls lurking into the cemetery from the woods behind mm. the cemetery. That sounds a little sus to me. Like, I don't know if that's human. I don't think it is. I don't, and I don't like that. It sounds terrifying. Nope, I'm not a fan. Yeah. No. Yeah. Um, so there have been a lot of... Um, investigations done mm-hmm. at the cemetery. Um, obviously, tons of orbs, the EVP readings. Yeah. Um, so this is uh, kind of sad, but a lot of people will hear um, children screaming Oof. in the cemetery. Oh, I don't like that. Um, and one of um, the readings one time was a little girl, and she was screaming, "Please stop!" Mm. No, that's that's awful. Yeah, that was that's not a good one, right? Yeah. Mm. Um, another, if they obviously did not or do not listen to the Cool Friends podcast, mm-hmm. um, there's also said to be a possession that happened in the cemetery. Mm-hmm. Um, I you know I told you about it earlier, so I'm not going to make you guess because you already know. But yep. this involves a Ouija board. Which, if you have listened to any episode of the show, you know we do not condone. Don't. Which, there was a girl on my Facebook, and she was, like, all proud. She was like, I got my first Christmas gift for my daughter, like, a Ouija board. And there were, like, 192 comments, and everyone was like, no. Absolutely not. No, like, thank no, you. No, no, no. Absolutely not. I remember my friend in college who I lived with brought one, like, as a joke into mm. our apartment. I literally made her take it right out. It was like, absolutely not no. staying here. Mm-mm. Nope. No. Not having it. Not going to do it. 
Um, so apparently it was a group of friends and they, none of them were really big believers in the paranormal. Okay. Um, so they thought it would be funny to bring a Ouija board into the cemetery and start a session. Great. Fantastic. Open something that they couldn't close. Shocking. Right? (laughs) Shocking. (laughs) Um, so kind of during the session, one of the girls just started getting kind of irrationally like angry at Mm -hmm. everybody. Um, and just kind of wasn't acting Normal, herself. Like, just, right. Everyone was kind of like, what, is, what wrong? is going on? Yeah. Um, and then she started kind of attacking all of her friends, just oh, no. screaming and hitting, biting, scratching, just yeah. violent. Right? Yeah. Um, and so it kind of took all of them to like, just drag her back to the car. Mm. We're just like, what is it's go- like, what's wrong? What is right. Um, and so the, um, uh, her boyfriend, got her back into the car and they were like apparently having to like physically hold her into the car. Mm-mm. And the boyfriend was like obviously freaking out too. Of course. And just like like looking in her eyes like I'm not looking at my girlfriend. Like mm. that's not her. Like I'm not looking at her. Um nope, I don't think you are looking at her, right? Um the worst part of the story for me is that there was no really ending that wrapped up the story. So we never found out that. what happened to her? Is she still biting people? Um, is she still possessed? Is she right? So that bothered me a lot. So like, what happened? If you were that girl, then we need we need answers. I Let us know. know. Yeah, yeah. Because as we've discovered, um, no one ever said that spirit session went really well and nothing bad ever happened. <laughs> we closed the you know right. Pandora's box and everything. Nothing was fine. bad came out of it. Mm-hmm. Like never, ever, ever, ever. Mm-hmm. So you have been warned. Again. <laughs> for the millionth time, if you go messing with a Ouija board, don't be surprised when some bad shit starts happening. Correct. Yeah. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I ain't having it. Nay, nay. Nay, nay. It's yeah. also funny. My brother has a one-year-old baby now. Uh-huh. And obviously my mother's never listened to this podcast, so she thinks it's a TV show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So she obviously doesn't know nay, nay. Yeah. But that is what she's having my niece call her. Because her name is Stephanie. Stephanie, yeah. Yeah, that's cute. That's kind of cute, though. I can yeah. see that. Stephanie. <laughs> <laughs> we call her Crefany. <laughs> when she gets crazy, we call her Cref. <laughs> crazy Stephanie. <laughs> crazy Stephanie. Crefany. We should have, I wish we could have taught her how to say that. That would be funny. <laughs> that would be funny. Yes. Which is very cute. Anyways, that was Montrose Cemetery. Oh, gotcha. So the lesson learned is do not bring spirit boards to cemeteries. Or anywhere. I don't think I would go into the cemetery. That one I don't like. And you, I know, like, with me, I get really affected quite easily, like, physically affected. Um, I know I've been to the – we've been to the jail a few times, and I've had, like, feelings. And it's mm-hmm. it's very weird. It's a very odd sensation because it's like you're feeling that way, but you have no idea why. And as soon as you get out of the vicinity, it's gone. Right. Like, it is very much a distance thing. And, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know if I'd want to – chance it and mm-hmm. do that either because clearly there's something lurking around oh, yeah. and I, I just don't know what I would do lurking. yes and to tea lurking <laughs> right and if something brushes up to me like I can't guarantee I'm not gonna punch you in the throat like but you're just gonna go through it go whoosh. I know we were talking and I'd be the one dumb enough to try and punch a ghost <laughs> 
<laughs> we were talking about haunted houses and how we hate them because we neither of us like being jump scared. I don't like. Yeah, I don't want you to jump out at me. Mm-hmm. And like, I know the rules on those things is that they can't like touch you. Mm-hmm. But I can't guarantee that I'm not going to punch you if you jump out at me Correct. or chase me. Mm-hmm. Which you're going to catch me because I can't run. <laughs> so that's not going to take very long. And listen, I don't know. I may be little, but I may be. I'm scrappy, so I ain't going down without a fight. So, this is why we can't go to a haunted house. <laughs> do not invite us because we will not go. <laughs> and I just don't want to do that. I'd rather, like, pick out a pumpkin and do something nice. <laughs> and drink my Starbucks. And drink my Starbucks and listen to Halloween music. Whatever song you were listening to yesterday was so fucking annoying. I was trying to find the Hocus Pocus version of I Put a Spell on You, the one from the movie. But I couldn't find it, so we were listening to the original one, which Caitlin finds very annoying. It's so. like nails on a chalkboard to Yeah. Me. I know. I wish they had the Hocus Pocus version on Spotify, but I was not able to find it. God. Because it's coming time to watch that movie. It is. And I'm I'm excited for it. Yes. I love that movie. I love fall. I just love this time of year. Me too. Oh, spooky season. It's October, baby. It is. It is the month of my birth and the month of the spookiness. Yes. How appropriate that my birthday is in October. It's good good stuff. (laughs) We're all about the ghosts around here. Yep. Yeah. Well, those were good. Good. I enjoyed that, um, and I enjoyed the the ghost tour last night. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we hope you enjoyed our in depth look at South Carolina cemeteries <laughs> and all the things going on in them. Yes, right. everybody. Tomorrow, well, this will be today. Yes, you're listening, most likely. Mm-hmm. Um, October fourth is Celeste's birthday. The day of my birth. <laughs> the day of birth for Celeste. Or yes, Celeste. So everybody wish her a very happy. Yes. 31st birthday. I was not, I do not remember that day, but I was told it was quite epic. (laughs) (laughs) I was talking about that earlier. Like, it's kind of funny that obviously we don't remember our birthdays, but like, I'm sure that's a weird day for my mom. Like, I remember the day I was like expelled from you (laughs) um, and brought into the world. So yeah, yeah, I'm sure tell your mother, ask her about your birthday because they remember it way better than you do. (laughs) Yes. Absolutely. All right. All right. Come visit me on Facebook. Keep sending those animal pics. We've yep. gotten a few. Um, remember, you can find us on Instagram, as always, at Ghoul Friends Podcast. You can find us on Twitter at Ghoul underscore Friends. You can find us on TikTok mm-hmm. at Ghoul Friends Podcast. And if you have a listener story, which we've I've gotten one or two, so Good. keep sending those in because we do love those episodes. Yeah. Um, remember, that's Ghoul Friends Podcast at gmail.com. And if you need a ghoul friend's blanket to keep you warm or a sweet bag to tote all your stuff in, you can buy some merch at ghoulfriendspod.redbubble.com. Nice. The perfect spooky season attire. All right. Well, for now, we hope you have a safe and spooky week. And don't try and punch a ghost if they come at you. (laughs) And don't touch a Ouija board. And don't touch a Ouija board. As always, I'm Celeste. And I'm Caitlin. And we're your ghoul friends. I'm back, bitches!